What up, what up? This is your host, Anthony Taylor, coming to you live saying welcome to another episode of The Cognizant Way. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Thank you guys for always giving me that feedback. That feedback lights a fire under my heart to keep on doing this. Um, I really feel confident in what I'm doing because I know that when I get the feedback from you guys, wherever you guys are, Um, I just know that this podcast and what God is doing through me is transforming your life and it's helping you become the person that God has called you to be. So I just thank you guys for giving me me that feedback um, because that encourages me to keep on going harder and to keep on positioning myself to hear from what thus says the Lord says. And bottom line, help you reach your goals and dreams. Once again, the reason why I made this podcast is because I genuinely genuinely want people to go after their goals and dreams. Whatever goals, whatever dreams that you've been wanting to do, I want you to do those things. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't be scared to do it. Take risks because that's what cognizant people do. Cognizant people take risks. We take risks. We are set apart. We are great. We are phenomenal. And I know I'm talking to some people that are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And if you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God, that means that you have the potential to reach your full potential as a world changer. And I just want to encourage you with that. Thank you guys again. Last week, we talked about consecrating yourself. I want to be completely transparent, hot, and open with you guys. This week was hard. Soon as I said I was going to consecrate myself, the enemy turned up the fire. He turned up the heat. He amplified the attacks that he was already doing on me. He amplified that. And I think that Because he amplified all those things, all the attacks, all the distractions, because he knew that what God had for me was going to be transformational. And I think sometimes when the enemy, when we know the enemy is after us, when we know the enemy is attacking us so heavily, I think we start to complain of, God, do you love us? God, why are you allowing this to happen? But we should see that as an opportunity to go deeper with God. Because the reason why the enemy is attacking you so much is because you have decided that you are going to go deep with God. And that's his main objective. His main objective is for you to not have a rich and satisfying, fulfilled relationship with God. He wants your relationship with God to be dead. He wants your relationship with God to be not fulfilling. And that's what he's after. The enemy is after a rich relationship with God. And once you have made up in your mind that you're going to seek God, he's going to amplify. He's going to turn up the fire. He's going to make sure that you don't experience the life that God has for you. And guys, that's what he did for me. And that was the revelation that God gave me towards the end of the week. He said, Anthony, run after me harder. This is perfect. You are closer than you ever been before, and you have no reason to not experience the things that you have for me. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't grow tired of doing good. You keep on going because soon, if you don't give up, you're going to reach, you're going to reap a harvest, a great harvest. And I believe by the end of 2022, many people that are listening to the sound of my voice are about to reach 
reap a great harvest. There is a great harvest coming for the people who don't give up. There is a great harvest coming for the people who keep on hoping, who keep on believing, who keep on putting God first and resting in God. There is a great harvest coming for you. And I just want to encourage you right now that keep on going no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're going through right now, you have to keep going because on the other side of the storm is something that God is awaiting for you. God has a miracle that he wants to perform in your life, but if you stop in the middle of the storm, you won't even see the miracle that he wants to do for you. And that's what many people are doing right now. Many people are stopping in the middle of the storm. Many people are stopping when the winds and the waves are blowing from every single direction and they think God doesn't care and God doesn't love them. But in reality, God has said, rest in me because I'm in control of the storm. I'm in control of the winds and the waves and the things that you're in your life. But the enemy wants you to tell you that God is not in control. God doesn't care about you. God doesn't love you because if he loved you, he wouldn't allow you to go through the things that you're going through. But I'm learning right now in this journey that God allows you to go through the things that you're going through so he can produce something in you that needs to be produced for the world to be changed. Once again, this podcast is for people who want to be changed, people who want to be world changers. And that's what God is trying to shape and develop his people into becoming. He wants the body of Christ to be world changers, to be salt. We are salt in the world and we have to have salt. We have to have flavor. We have to be that light for people to see. And many people are not seeing the presence of God because they're not becoming who God has called them to be. And I just want to encourage you guys with that, guys, that that's something I've been struggling with this whole week is consecrating myself. But hey, I believe that one thing that I'm learning right now in the season that I'm going through right now is that in order to experience the promises, once again, I mentioned this in my other podcasts or my other episodes, is that this is the year of fulfilled promises. And I believe that we're very close to it. But we have to understand this, that in order to reach our full potential as a world changer, we have to crucify the flesh. It's simple. Crucify the flesh. And I have a couple of scriptures that I want to go through with you guys to help you understand that the flesh is what's holding people back. The flesh is what's hindering people from the promises of God. Your flesh is what's hindering and stopping the blessing that God wants to give to you. It's your flesh. And we have to crucify that in order to become and experience the things that God has for us. So Romans 7, verse 15 through 7, it says, I don't really understand myself. This is Paul talking. He said, I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I but if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I'm not the one who I'm not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I just want to say right now, what stood out to me in the scriptures that I just read to you is Paul saying to himself, I don't understand myself. And if Paul, a powerful man who spoke six different languages, who wrote two thirds of the New Testament, Paul, a person who is called and anointed by God to preach the gospel all over the world. If this man said he don't understand himself, 
What makes you think you understand yourself? And I think so many times, like I was in this, guys, I was like, man, I understand myself and things like that. But in reality, I don't understand myself like God understands me. He understands that we might slip up and we might, we, what our sinful nature, this is what Paul said. He said, when I want to do right, I do wrong. And I want to read the scripture below that. That's literally what it says. The scripture below that, it says, I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one doing wrong. It is a sin living in me. And guys, the Bible talks about that the flesh and the spirit are constantly at war with each other. The flesh and the spirit are constantly fighting each other right now. And we have to make sure that we're focusing on crucifying our flesh. Guys, I'm going to be humble, high and transparent with you. Something that has been something that I've been struggling with is pornography and lust. These two things I've been constantly at war with because I'll go a couple days of doing good. I'll go a couple days. I'm like, man, I'm doing good. But that day, the day that I stop inviting God in, and what I mean by inviting God in is saying to God, this is something that I have to make a prayer to myself. God, help me not go back to pornography. The day I stop saying that is the day I slip up. And this has honestly been a cycle that I've been going in that I've been falling into the trap of the enemy because the enemy wants you to think that you are good without God. I'm going to say that one more time. The enemy wants you to think that you are good without God. He wants you to reach a point that you say, oh, I'm good. I think I got this figured out. I think I'm good and I don't need God. That's where people fail. That's where people don't reach success. That's where people don't experience the fullness of who God is. When people say, I don't need God anymore because I think I got this figured out. I think I got this working for myself. I think I got this habit gone. This habit is now gone off me. I think this stronghold is is gone. I think I'm delivered from this. People think that when they think they're doing good, they don't need God anymore. And that is the trick of the enemy. The, The reality is that we need God every single day. The reality is that we have to be aware and cognizant that we can't do life without Jesus. We can't do life without God. We have to invite God in every situation of our life. Colossians says, do everything as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do and say everything as a representative as the Lord Jesus Christ. We need Jesus in every single one of our lives. If we want to stop smoking, we got to go to God. If we want to stop watching pornography, we got to go to God. If we want to stop having sex, we got to go to God. If we got to stop drinking alcohol, we got to go to God. If we got to stop doing drugs, we got to go to God. If we got to stop cheating on people, we got to go to God. If we got to stop lying to each other, we got to go to God. Every single day, we got to go to God because... Paul says, I don't really understand myself. And and I just want to say that to somebody right now that the trick of the enemy is to get you to think that you don't need God anymore. And that's something that I struggle with this whole entire week. This whole entire week, I struggled with, or it's been a while now, but it, it, it wasn't until recently this week that I was like, God, I keep slipping up in this area. God, I keep giving into this error. Why is that? And it's because that I stopped 
inviting God in. When I think the enemy tricks me, he he did trick me, but I've been delivered and I've been set free and I've and I've gained revelation. But he's really told me like, hey, you're good. You don't need to God. You don't need to invite God into that area anymore. You're going a couple days strong. You don't need God. And that's the trick of the enemy. And that's how I slip up because look, the enemy knows that we can't do life without God. He knows that the sinful nature on the inside of us is strong. He knows the flesh is strong. And that's what he knows that in order for us to stay in the flesh, that that he has to convince us that we don't need God. And I just want to encourage somebody right now that you need God. You need God at that job. You need God through that relationship. You need God in your finances. You need God in every single part of your life because you can't be who God has called you to be without him. And I just want to leave that with somebody right now. Galatians 5.24 says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and the desires of their sinful nature. And another translation, it says, Their flesh to his cross and crucified them there. And I want to say this to somebody right now that going into this new week, you have to crucify your flesh. Crucify it. Whatever things that you are going through right now, whatever things that you are struggling, I'm talking about real issues now. I'm talking about real issues. If it's sexual immorality, then give it to God. Whatever that thing is, give it to God. That's how you're going to be able to overcome your sin. That's how you're going to be able to overcome that stronghold is giving it to God. So I want to challenge everybody this week that whatever real thing, I'm talking about a real issue now, issues that you don't even share with people. Issues that you might lie to somebody about because you don't want to feel ashamed or you don't want to feel that guilt or you want to feel that judgment from that person because you thought that you there. They think that you've overcome this, but you have really not overcome that thing that you have told them that you have overcome that thing by. And you have slipped back into that. Whatever that thing is, give that to God, because I promise you, God is going to help you overcome that thing. And eventually you you are going to be able to reach your full potential as a world changer. And 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 the spirit and the flesh are constantly at war with each other. So I just want to challenge you guys this week to crucify your flesh, whatever that thing is, whatever that passion, whatever that that worldly desire is that lingers on the inside of us or that lingers on the inside of you, whatever that thing is, crucify yourself. Give that to God and watch God do a miracle. Watch God do something in your life that you've never done before because you intentionally have taken out the time to crucify your flesh. And I just want to leave you guys with that for this week. Go be world changers. Go be people who God has called you to be and crucify your flesh. And I will see you guys and talk with you guys next week. This is Anthony Taylor signing off. Greatness, baby. Woo!